Do you want to feel happier? Do you want to feel more radiant and more alive? Or to go beyond alive and truly feel like you are thriving? That's what I'm here for. Helping you find that best you that you know is in there. It is. And you can start accessing that you today. It's possible. If you're ready for a shortcut to just that, let's work together. Reach out and let's work one-on-one -on -one to transform you and your life into happy, into thriving. Reach out to me and book a quick call. It's in the show notes and let's get you there. Are you really committed and ready? Then let's do it. Personally, I'm the happiest I've ever been thanks to all the practices that I've made a part of my life. You can be too. It is here for you. I promise. You can also access my course, The Youthfulness Hack, which is all about feeling good and getting radiant and all the things I do concentrated in one spot. Go there today and use code AMY15 for 15% off right now, only for listeners of this show. And if you are truly ready to have accountability and live happy, book a call with me today. The world needs your best. You deserve your best. Hello, and welcome to The Amy Edwards Show. I'm your host, Amy Edwards, and if you are looking to live your best life right now, that's why we're here. Came to the right place, because I'm all about up-leveling our lives every single moment to make our lives the best they can be at absolutely any age. That's what I'm all about. So I'm so thrilled that you're here. Thank you so much, because we have another badass expert to talk to today, and we're talking money, honey. I can't wait, because that has been on my mind, as you may well know. Uh, so a little business up top. If you are interested in my free course, it is out. The Ageless Mindset is out. 30 minutes, feel happier, look younger. It's so easy and it's all about mindset. So check that out. It's all at amyedwards.info. Also the full course youthfulness hack out too. Uh, what else? If you haven't subscribed to the newsletter, please do. That's on the same thing, amyedwards.info. And I think that's it. I'm ready to get to the episode. We have Hannah Beer with us today and welcome Hannah all the way from Germany. I'm so excited about that. You are the founder of Money Bliss. You're a money mentor and a master energy healer. That sounds fantastic because we all know money is energy and so you're healing that energy and even though it feels very tangible so welcome today i can't wait to learn from you thank you for coming thank you so much for having me amy i'm so excited i am too uh so you help mainly women relate to money better and be blissfully happy with their money great. Like I'm in sold done. <laughs> like, <laughs> like where do you start and how I want to know how you got to this point, because I know that you've healed a lot within yourself and I want to know where do we start or where do you tell people to start? Yeah, I came to this work because I needed it so desperately. I had been reading all the books, doing all the abundance manifestations and all the financial experts. I knew all of them and everything that they were teaching. And still it felt like every area of my life I could figure out, like I could figure out any issue that would arise in my life, but money always felt like the one thing that just Same. somehow didn't feel good, didn't feel right. And you're already raising your hand because that is the yeah. reality for so many it. of us. Yeah. Right. And so for many of us, it's, 
not even a matter of how much money we actually have or how much money we actually earn. Some of my clients are millionaires. Some of my clients come from very wealthy families. And even with people who already have an abundance of money, there's often still this feeling of it's not enough. And even for those of us who, quote unquote, are doing fine, money is still this huge source of fear and guilt and shame and inadequacy. And so for the longest time, I thought that I was feeling terrible about money because I didn't know how to have enough. And then I realized most of us have serious money blocks. Most of us feel deeply uncomfortable around money and all of us need some money healing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you do? You felt like you knew everything you had or had learned all of it, but was it just a matter of applying it? Like what was the difference? Like what was the thing that wasn't happening? Yeah. So the thing that I needed to admit to myself was that the reading of more strategy wasn't going to do it, right? Like Dave Ramsey <laughs> says this and Susie, uh, you know, says that like everybody yeah. has some, some opinion on what you should do with your finances. And if just implementing those ideas had fixed it, we wouldn't be here having this conversation. Um, mm -hmm. I... Just, I went on this journey of discovery and I started to realize that money is a much bigger subject than I thought. In the beginning, I thought it was just about numbers. It was just about being like really savvy at this currency called money. But it turns out money goes much deeper. Money is the tool that we use to meet our deepest needs. When we were children, our parents were in charge of taking care of us. So they ideally would have given us food and shelter and they would have taken us on really lovely day trips and they would have loved us and kissed our boo-boos. You know, many of us, I'm saying ideally because many of us have had parents that weren't able to provide the love and care and protection guidance that they would have loved to provide or they just weren't able to do that for some reason. And so we grew up with this deficit where we don't know how to feel fully taken care of, where we don't know how to feel trusted, where we don't feel capable of navigating the external world and creating what, what it is that we want. So we grow up and then to some extent, money replaces the love and care from our parents. We're now supposed to use money to care for ourselves, to have a wonderful home and to have food on the table and to, um, to express ourselves creatively and to contribute something positive to the planet. And that's a very big undertaking. And so if we've got these inner emotional wounds that haven't been healed yet, then we will project those onto, onto money. And so in my example, I was always craving this feeling of stability, security, of safety. And so I always thought if I can just make more money, more money, more money, more money, then I'll feel safe. Mm -hmm. And after some time, I realized that that's not actually what's going to give me safety. I have to fill in this emotional need. And then I can still, and only then will I be able to implement the financial practices that allow money to stick around and grow in my life. I mean, you just said what uh, is exactly it, right? Be it to see it. And you know, we're searching for it outside ourselves. And I've learned that, in, like you said, so many other areas why am I not like a part of me is like, why am I not getting it with money? And I think it's because, or I'll ask you, do you find this with a lot of people? Is it because we're still looking like, why isn't it here? Like that kind of mentality, is that what's tripping us up? 
Yeah, there's there's so many money lies going around that all of us are exposed to. And it's still such a, it's like it's hidden in plain sight. Most of us still don't know that those things are lies. And we live in a society that's all about more, 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 right? Like the more you earn, the more you have, the higher your status in society, the better, you know, the more accomplished you feel or the better you feel when in truth, all of us know somebody who earns 10,000 a year isn't better than somebody who earns 30,000 a year. Someone who runs a business isn't better than somebody who, who works for a company. It takes a wide variety of skills and of people in all sorts of professions to keep a society up and running. Like everybody is valuable and everybody is important. But there's this sense of like, if only I can kind of get to the top or get to the destination called abundance, then I'll feel good and everything that I've always wanted will be added onto me. And so money is an excellent opportunity to project all of our unfinished business. And that's what most of us are doing. You know, like- What does that mean? What does that mean? Project our unfinished business. What does that, what does that mean? Yeah. So in my, in my example, just now, my unfinished business of really craving a sense of stability and certainty, I projected that onto money. So instead of sourcing my safety from within, I was just grasping for more and more money. And that never led to a feeling of, calm, contentment, peace, and everything that I wanted. Because as soon as I hit my money goal, I was always setting another money goal and another money goal and another money goal. And that emptiness inside of me stuck around. And so the myth is that if, if you earn more money, you'll be in a better place in life. But for many of us, that's just like pouring more water into a bucket that has holes in it because this emptiness on the inside, it can't really be filled with money. Right, And so the thing that I'm very passionate about helping people understand is that we can do both. We can heal your deepest emotional wounds. We can fill you in with all those longings that you have that are so very valid. All of those things that you didn't receive during your childhood and adolescence that you need in order to be a full functioning whole human being, you know, just like all of us need water and food and rest and, um, <coughs> you know, warms, like warm clothes on our bodies, just like we need all of, we, we need that. Human beings also need a sense of creative expression. We need to know that we belong. We need to know that we matter. We need to feel seen. We need to feel safe. We need to feel connected. And so my work as an energy healer is about filling in all of those qualities so a person can feel whole, balanced, healthy, and really good in their own skin. This is why my work is called Money Bliss. Because once we fill you in, you feel blissful. That's the most amazing thing that I've discovered. It's this amazing sense of bliss, of well-being that spreads throughout your body. And then the other thing that I work on with my clients is I help them make a lot of money <laughs> and have a lot of money. So they can go from always having to make more money to having lots of money. And so when you've got these inner emotional resources, you can actually enjoy everything that you're creating and it won't be an empty chase anymore. You won't just be grasping for more money or for more accomplishments or for more success or more clients or a bigger house or whatever your goals have been previously, but you, you will be a lot more clear about what really matters to you, what will really expand your life. It is really congruent with who you are as a person. And once you create those things, you will actually be able to derive pleasure from them versus just you know, finding yourself back in square one of feeling like, oh, I still don't feel good enough. 
how, <laughs> how simple is it and how complicated are we making it? Yeah. The money piece. Yeah. Yeah. Getting to this bliss, like, because I feel like I'm overcomplicating it in some way, personally, like, I feel like I look at the rest of my life and I'm like, I'm the fucking happiest I've ever been. I'm really like, I've been doing all the things I talk about on this show for years. I put them in my course, like, like those, I, I feel good and I'm more surrendered and more open. And then the money part is like the part that's vexing me and see, even me saying that I don't like saying that out loud. Right. And because what I'm putting out is, is creating it. And so, you know, that's the part that I'm like, huh, am I making this more complicated? Do I just need to relax? You know, <laughs> like, like, um, because clearly there's some blocks there and, you know, uh, as you, as you talk about, we have such, uh, females, especially have this money block. So I guess I'm just asking, like, am I over, over complicating? Do you see that a lot with people? Yeah. Yeah. I think by default, most of us can probably nod along and say, yeah, I'm probably overcomplicating money for myself as well. Yes, absolutely. The simplest formula for lasting prosperity, lasting abundance that I found is the embodiment of abundance. So the lie is that abundance is a destination. Like that's what we see everywhere. If only you reach this milestone, then you'll feel abundant, then you'll feel good enough. Um, and the truth is abundance is more about who you be. It's an embodiment. It's an energy that you can wear. Just like a dress that you put on, you can put on the energy of abundance. You can embody it every day. The abundance that says there's way more than enough. I have way more time than I need way more ideas than I even need. I'm surrounded by way more opportunities that I can ever even act on. I have an infinite source of energy available within me, an infinite source of confidence that allows me to identify the opportunities that I want to act on and, and follow them through to completion. Um, you know, that is abundance. And then you can just go out and create to your heart's desire and one of my biggest inspirations, I love animal archetypes. And so the animal archetype that taught me a lot about money was the honeybee. And I think about how simple it is for the money, honeybee, honeybee, honeybee. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I just love how it's, it's so close. Anyway, you know, she just, I just imagine her like buzzing across like a meadow full of flowers and there's like sunshine and everything smells amazing. And she doesn't go, oh my God, so many flowers. How will I ever get to them? I have to get to all of them first and I have to hoard the pollen and let's hope that the honey turns out nice. I just think that she's so in the moment that she just goes, ooh, flower, yummy. And just goes, takes the pollen and then ooh, another flower, yummy, yummy. And she just enjoys the journey so much. She just lets herself be guided by her instincts to all the delicious opportunities that are all around her and is so deeply immersed in the process that she experiences no anxiety about the abundance that she's surrounded by and the abundance that she is creating as she's creating this delicious thing called honey. And so when I, when I think about my own money, I always think like, how would the honeybee see it? And it just puts me straight back into a place of joy and placefulness and abundance. And, and it helps me take massive action in a way that feels energizing, in a way that makes me feel better not depleted. 
And she's not like thinking like, is this the last flower? Is this the last like that I'm going to get, you know, like there's none of that. It's like this, this just knowing like, and then there when I'm done here, like then I move on, you know, and there's more like there's, it's not running out, you know, like of a lack versus abundant mindset. Um, you mentioned anxiety in there and I know in the intake questions, you mentioned healing from your own anxiety. Was that, um, mostly about, you know, money or was it just more of a general anxiety and how did you work through that? I was diagnosed with a pretty severe anxiety disorder when I was 14. It looked very similar to epilepsy where some things would trigger me and I would lose consciousness and then wake up being covered wow. in bruises and bleeding. And it was oh really gosh. scary and really out of control. Um, I've also developed CPTSD. I've had some very difficult experiences as a child. And so money was always something that was really easy for me to worry about whether or not I was going to reach my goals. You know, was I going to amount to something like that. Those were all, all the things that I was worrying about as a child. And so the energetic healing practices that I do and that I now teach really did help me tremendously in calming my nervous system and rewiring my body so it could consistently experience these, um, you know, higher states of consciousness. I remember when I first discovered energy clearing, I felt calm for the first time in my life in my body. And I thought, this is what it's like to be normal. This is amazing. Do some people just wake up and they're not completely terrified of life and like they can just breathe deeply. And um, so, yeah, my, my energy healing has definitely helped me with that. But I also realized that it's much easier to take care of myself when money isn't an issue. You know, it's easier for me to sign up to the therapy and to go get the supplements and to, to give myself a couple of days rest when I need it, when I've got all the money you know, to, to give myself that, that pleasure. And so for me, it was both the emotional healing, but also the setting up of my life structures to support myself in my healing. For the longest time, I wasn't sure if I was ever going to be okay. I just didn't know. Um, but I'm really grateful for the past version of me that just admitted, you know, I'm just wired differently. I have you know, it, it is a form of chronic illness when you've got serious mental health issues. And so it helped me build a life that fit me. Uh, at first, it was out of necessity because I couldn't get out of bed and I was had all these triggers. Um, and really, they did heal over time. Like for anyone who's like, oh, my God, this sounds similar to what I'm experiencing. I don't know about your situation, but it really did get better. And it's one of the biggest miracles of my life. Um, but yeah, I, I felt so ashamed for so long that I couldn't just live life like my friends who just were able to do whatever they wanted, as it seemed to me. Um, but now I'm realizing that I really built my life to fit me, to work for me, to support me, to love me. And I'm like, I'm so grateful that I started this work at such an early age. You know, in my early adulthood, that's when I began to set up my life structures to really love and support me. And it's amazing. That's, there's a lot in there and thank you for sharing it. Um, it sounds really intense. So congratulations too. And I think that's just a beautiful space to be in when you're grateful for your former self in that way. Like that's, and grateful for these experiences and what you've built. Like, 
that's really commendable. And when you're laying there in bed or when you're feeling those ways of like, can I pay my bills? You know, like you were saying, I feel better when I have the money to give myself the rest that I need. What do you do when you're not there? Like when you, like the girl in bed or the girl that was healing, you know, what would you tell her right now? You know, if she feels like, but, but how am I going to pay my bills? Yeah. The thing that helped me at the time, this may sound loony to some, but I swear to you, it saved my life. Um, When I was in bed feeling so desperate, so scared, it felt like I had no energy. And many of my clients come to me saying, I'm exhausted. I'm so depleted. I can't get myself to take action. I can't get myself to even, I don't have a clear head to even think about fixing my money situation or accomplishing my money goals. It just feels like my body is drained and tired. I can't move forward. And the, the two things that helped me was one, I filled in with, so I discovered energy healing and I was just lying in bed, just bathing in what I call the light. It's a really beautiful, divine, very powerful light. And I was just bathing in it. I was like, if I can't move, if I can't do anything, what I can do is just be here and bathe in this light. And I just desperately prayed. I was like, please clear all of this trauma. Cause a lot of the trauma that was in my body wasn't just my own. It was transgenerational trauma. Um, my grandparents on my mom's side were refugees during World War II, experienced terrible things like so much death, so much destruction. No, they were children at the time. No child should ever have to see anything that terrible. And so a lot of the trauma in my body, I realized wasn't even my own. And so I just, I, I talked to the light. I was like, you have to help me. You have to fix me because I can't do it. Like if anyone can, you can please heal any places where I'm holding pain, heal any places where I'm holding trauma. You're welcome to go anywhere you need to go within my being. Just clear me out, heal me, fix me, help me, and then show me the next steps. And then I started to pray to my angels. And I said, you guys need to take care of me. You guys need to protect me. You guys need to guide me. You guys need to reorganize my life circumstances to work for me because I'm exhausted. I'm so drained. I can't do anything. And I believe that that was the thing that began putting me on a more positive path. And the more I did the, the light baths and the energy healing, the more I started to feel a sense of lightness, a sense of, I felt lighter and brighter and just more energetic and more clear minded. And it was like, I was born with this extremely heavy burden, like this, like, like a dark cloud was just sitting in my body and that dark cloud went away and life became a lot more manageable. You know, all of us know what it's like. Like I I just had a fever the past couple of days. Like it's terrible when you can't think and when you're completely exhausted. And so for the longest time, I thought that maybe I was just too lazy or I wasn't intelligent enough. I wasn't trying hard enough, but now I see that it's an it's it's a really difficult thing to having been born into a family that has had many very very traumatic experiences and they get passed down until somebody begins to heal them so now i have a lot more compassion for myself yeah and that just struck me too cuz it's it's like full surrender you know to i mean would you say higher power or you sound like a person of faith um curious about that. It just reminded me of 12 steps. So I'm in Al-Anon and 
kind of AA too. So I've, I've paid attention to the 12 steps, but the first three are like, I, I can't, you know, God can, I'll let him or her or them, whatever. And so, you know, it's just this matter of like, fine, here you go. (laughs) You know, like I ask for healing. I, you know, I, I, it's just a full surrender. And I'm thinking that that's, you know, so relatable to the money piece of it too. It's like this full surrender of like, okay, like I'm going to just trust. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. And some of the most helpful lessons in my life, I felt like I was forced into learning. You know, I didn't (laughs) learn this in a book. Like, it, it, it really, it was almost like, it was like a, it was a last resort. I didn't know what else to do. And what also came through at that time was this feeling of like the universe created me. The universe put me here. I was put onto planet earth. I came through my parents, but the universe put me here and the universe is in charge of me. And it, I also, I said that in my prayers at the time, it was like, you created me, you put me here you're in charge of me. You're my divine parent. Help me out. (laughs) And that's when things really started to get better. And to this day, I deeply believe that life knows what it's doing. And life is always looking out for me, always watching out for me, always helping me, always taking care of me. Are you ready to up-level your pleasure practice? I have in mind, and the main things that have helped me are the tools that I've found from wands. Wands creates luxurious products that encourage us all to honor our body, celebrate our sexuality, and live in pleasure with more pleasure all the time. One of my favorites, if you listen to this show, then you probably already know, is the cervix wand. Wands has trademarked their number one best-selling glass pleasure wand. It's for vaginal and anal de-armoring, and it's designed for cervical and G-spot stimulation. And let me tell you, it's incredible. It's helped thousands of women become more connected to their bodies and their pleasure, and supports them to heal pelvic pain through self-yoni massage, and helps awaken more pleasure. Just recently, I've ordered the Venus Wand, another trademarked wand from Wands, and it's designed to activate and awaken the G-spot and more. Also, don't miss one of their new offerings, which are free bleed blankets that can be used as waterproof intimacy blankets. They have a beautiful selection now available. But take a look around at Wands.com, that's W-A-A-N-D-S, because they have a huge selection of incredible items like yoni eggs, crystal pleasure wands in amethyst, black obsidian, anything that your heart desires, and so much more. Check them out at wands.com. That's W-A-A-N-D-S dot com. And use my link in the show notes to get 10% off or simply enter my code Amy Edwards at checkout. Again, that's W-A-A-N-D-S wands.com. Y'all, I have started using higher dose products and I am such a fan. You know, I don't put anything on this podcast that I am not 100% completely behind. And I have a special discount code for you for all higher dose products. I'm so excited. If you don't know, Higher Dose is a wellness company. They have wellness tech products, they have tools, they have supplements, and they have body care. They have so many things that are hot right now, too, that are really biohacking and up-leveling our lives at home, which is really cool. They have an infrared sauna blanket. They have an infrared PEMF mat that I'm so excited to be sharing about soon. One of my favorites, though, is the red light face mask. It stimulates collagen, it activates glowing skin, reduces fine lines, regenerates cells and it's soft. 
It's not like one of the hard plastic ones. So you can kind of move it around on your body, which I've been doing. And I am seeing amazing results. I am absolutely addicted to it. I use it every single night. And I'm using it in conjunction with one of their other products, the Glow Serum. And I'm very picky about what I put on my skin. And I am loving the Glow Serum. It's specially formulated to plump and hydrate and stimulate radiant skin, which that's the goal. They have a ton of other products too, magnesium ingestibles, magnesium body care, which has a healing oil and a serotonin soap that you can use in your bath, which I've been using too. It boosts your mood, enhances your skin and deepens your detox, gets you calmed down. Anyway, I'm a fan. So I'm so excited to offer you 15% off using my code MAGIC15. Go to the show notes. You can click through on the link right there. Or if you go to Higher Dose, just enter the code MAGIC15 and you'll get 15% off. Higher Dose has been featured in Goop, Glamour, Elle, Vogue, Bizarre, Allure, basically you name it. And there's a reason why. So go check it out. It's at higherdose.com and enter my code MAGIC15 for 15% off. And since that moment, I've just been feeling like I'm living in this like bubble of protective, beautiful energy. I just, I keep feeling like I'm in this like egg of beautiful, protective, loving light. And wherever I go, I'll always be fine. Wherever I go, I'll always be guided. I'll always be taken care of. Um, I remember renting a car once in the South of England. And if anybody has ever been to Somerset, you know that the roads are as wide as a horse's butt. Because that's when those roads were were made, right? And so if you're driving a car on the wrong side of the road in like the pouring rain and there's hedges and then there's a, you know, just a random cow on the road and there's trucks coming the other way, that is terrifying. And I kept praying to my angels. I was like, okay, this is a perfect recipe for the worst accident that could ever happen. And I just kept saying, you know, to my angels, you guys need to guide me here because this is so, this is so dangerous. And so it's also a daily practice where I always say, you know, this email that I'm sending out today, please guide it, bless it, you know, make sure that it really benefits the person who's receiving it, make sure that they feel the love that this um, email is supposed to send their way. It has become a way of life. It's almost like, yeah, it's, it's, I, I don't do anything without infusing it with the light or without this connection to a higher power. That is my recipe to success. If I don't, it's like my life starts glitching. If I if I if I'm not connected, you know, my phone breaks and the internet goes out and just silly things happen. And once I'm connected, it's like a magic carpet moves underneath me and carries me to wherever I need to go. It's amazing. You kind of got to my next question because I was going to say, what are your practices? What are you doing every day? But it sounds like just a constant practice of surrender and and asking. You know, the asking piece is interesting too, because there's, I'm kind of conflicted on asking a little bit because so many times I'm like, you already know, you already know what I need. Like, you know, but I think there's a lot of power in asking too. Like, so how specific do you get when you ask? Do you say, I need this specifically, like the car thing, like I need the protection right now? Or do you live in a space of more surrender and you know what's needed kind of ask? I do all of it. I like to do a wild mix and I'm clairvoyant. So all my, my entire life, I've been talking to animals. I've been talking to spirit guides been talking to angels. Like I can see them. I can see people's energy. And so I get a lot of feedback. 
I know that many people don't have that sensitivity yet. I believe that everybody can develop it. But it can be really weird when you talk to an angel and there's nothing coming back. But my angels always talk back to me. They're like, yeah, sure. Okay, here she goes again with her laundry list of, you know, instructions for us, <laughs> you know, but it really is a two way conversation. And so I know that they listen and, and I know that they help. Um, I also believe that questions are like Velcro. You know, it's like one part is like the sticky bit. Well, both parts are kind of sticky, but like if you send out a question, it attracts the answer. And so I love asking questions. I love asking, how can my life become even more beautiful? How can money be the easiest and most flowing aspect of my life? How can I feel safe and secure no matter what? How can I always be protected no matter where I go? How can I be the luckiest person that ever walked planet earth? And I know <laughs> that the answer will be attracted. And so, so many of us do affirmations, but they're statements. And I mm -hmm. love doing questions because questions kind of already create transformation in your life just because then the answer comes into your life so I do the very broad strokes of like no will it take for, to always be happy for no reason what will it take for me to just dance and skip my way across planet earth having the most fun out of anyone I'll ever meet what will it take for me to sleep you know to to play hard, work hard, and have a lot of fun, have the best of everything. Like those are just some broad strokes ideas that I like to play with. And then I also like to do specific ones. I like to, you know, back when I was dating, I would do some some very funny things. Um, when I was in, in college, there was this bouncer of like the local club was really into me. And I was, this is not, not it's not a very ethical thing. So I don't recommend people do it, but I would just, I would, practice my little energy things. And I would say, what would it take for this person to walk over? And, and I would talk to his soul. I would say, come on over here, bring me a drink. And you could just kind of see him walking over. It was like a little puppet and stuff because most people are in that connected to their soul. So I was just talking to his soul and kind of making him do certain things. Or I would, after a date, I would say, what will it take for this person to not be able to stop thinking about me? What will it take for this person to, you know, to think that I'm the most hilarious person they've ever met. And then they would text me and say something along those lines. And I was like, oh, this is so funny. Um, I also have changed things about, about my body using energy statements. I was once stuck, I was living in, in, in Bali and I was stuck on this island. And the next ferry wasn't for another couple of days. And I was so, it was so boring. I just, like my Kindle had died. I was so bored. And there weren't any mirrors or anything. I was just living in this tiny hut with some friends. And so I just kind of pictured, and I was like, what will it take to have a really cute button nose? And what will it take for the shape of my eyes to change? And what will it take for my cheekbones to come out? And when I returned to Bali, looked in the mirror, I was like, oh, my face is already changing. And so I do very much believe that we can uh, influence the subtle energies that is the world that we live in. We can play with that. Um, since then, I'm more interested in also asking like some ethical questions. Like I don't like to manipulate people as much anymore unless they give me permission to and they want to get really wealthy. Then, of course, I'll work on their energy and, and make that happen. Once a friend of mine wanted to go to Costa Rica and was like, I'm 600 pounds short. I was living in London at the time. I was like, no problem. I'll create that for you. The next day, she had an additional 600 pounds and was able to go to Costa Rica. But now... I like to teach people how to do that themselves. So that's like a long-winded answer to the whole thing about questions and answers. 
I, I do believe that asking really good questions is the key to a really fun life. So that's, is that part of the, the key to like what you would tell her, okay, if you want to manifest this 600 pounds yourself, then, you know, here, start asking the right questions or like, what'd you do for her? Did you do energy work? <laughs> I used my own energy to call it in. Um, if someone's got, so most of us go through life and we accumulate all this energetic baggage. Those could be, you know, in my case, it was traumas from, from previous generations. It was childhood hardship. It was society's beliefs about money and success and how to do life. It was just the, you know, the, the moments where my confidence was knocked down in school, right? Like we accumulate so much stuff. And some of my clients come to this work in their 30s and their 40s, 50s, 60s. Some of my clients are in their 70s and 80s. That's a lot of stuff that we accumulate. And most of us know every day we should brush our teeth and we should take a shower to wash away the dirt from our day. But most of us don't know how to clean our inner stuff, like how to keep ourselves energetically really nice and clean and pristine. When we're clean and pristine, we're usually also feeling a little more mushy and open and vulnerable. And that makes for a really wonderful receiving state. At the time, my friend wasn't in a receiving state. And so I just called in the money for her. But in order for her to become really great at receiving money, she would have to, you know, clean her energy body every single day so that she's better at receiving so that things can manifest faster for her. So it does take both. It takes an energetic hygiene practice and you have to get really great at asking questions. I like that. Uh, what about the times that it didn't happen when you were asking? What is your response? Do you, or, or do you have those examples? I get kind of guessing you do, but um, like if it, if it weren't, then how do you shift? Do you say, oh, this isn't meant to be right now? Or like, what's your mental attitude toward that? Yeah, the thing that I've noticed is um, all the questions we ask, they always come true. But higher vibrational questions hold more power. So if you ask something from a, like a really fearful or a limited place, if you ask something negative, then that doesn't come true as easily as something from a higher vibration. So for example, the energy statement, you know, what will it take to be love embodied? Like that usually manifests really quickly because it holds a high vibration and it's more aligned with the truth of the universe. So in my line of work, we only ask like very high vibrational questions and all of them come true. And that is something that I'm still discovering because many of my clients have different goals than I do, have diff are in different life phases, life circumstances. And so the energy statements that we create for them, I'm not using in my own life. You know, some of my clients have product-based businesses and like, I don't have a product-based business. So I use different energy statements. But what I'm noticing also through my clients' experience, sooner or later, it all comes to fruition. Um, it's like planting seeds. When, when you're gardening and you're planting seeds, like an oak tree takes longer to grow than a sunflower. You know, strawberries come back every year. If you've got a cherry tomato plant, like you're going to have to replant that one every single year, right? So I always tell my clients, just plant your seeds. All of them are going to come to fruition at their own time and in the right way for you. Just don't worry about that. But sooner or later, they all do. And it's really cool. Sometimes, 
you know, I had a client years ago who said, what will it take to travel around the world running my own business and being really happy? He messaged me on Instagram recently and was like, I'm doing that now. You know, so it's never a waste to ask the question, to put in the request. Because even if it takes, if it takes two months, two years, 20 years, once you've got it, you'll be like, I'm so glad I asked the question when I did. I like that. Yeah. Um, uh, it, and it made me laugh too, because when I went to look at your intake questions, no, I don't think anyone has ever answered what do you want to touch on with just all questions <laughs> like when i read it when i read what you wrote i was like i just started laughing i was like well first of all she did my job for me thank you and so i was like gosh it's just it was just like great questions and i was like huh so i mean you are your mind is like going there it's it's obvious right well one of the things that you mentioned too was that and this seems to go with a lot of that ancestral healing I'm guessing, because I don't know what this is, but I'm gonna let you talk about it. It was family constellation therapy. So tell me some about that. And then as an adjacent to that, I know you have a young daughter, correct? Yes. How old is she? She's two and a half. Okay, cool. I, I have two daughters myself. They're much older than that, but um, they're about to be 14 and 18. But I was just curious too, let's talk about the family constellation therapy and what that is. And then also what you are moving into teaching her about, out of everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about family constellation therapy first. Um, yeah. What I do as an energy healer is I read your, your, your own energy field. So every person has like an energy field that wraps around them. Some people call it the soul. Some people call it the aura. For me, it just really looks like an energy bubble around a person that's either big or small, either cluttered or clean, or, you know, all sorts of colors. And that is kind of the blueprint where I look to discover all of your money blocks and anywhere that you're rejecting abundance and anywhere you pretend you don't know what to do and, and, and all of those things. And so in, in, as an energy healer, it's my job to clear those things out so you can be an amazing creator and receiver. Family constellation therapy works on the energy bubble of your family of origin. So just like you have an energy field your family system has an energy field too. You can just imagine it as like a big bubble and all of the souls of your family members are connected to it. Souls that have already passed away, everybody is present and nobody can, can be ostracized. I know that some of my clients have been adopted. Some of our family members are institutionalized or in prison or have passed away or, you know, have are just black sheep or nobody knows where they went, you know, right? Like those things happen in, in families. Um, stillborn babies are a part of the family soul. So everybody is present. The full history of your family of origin um, is embodied in that energy bubble. And so in family constellation therapy, we, we heal the breaks and the bond between family members, all those places where love isn't flowing in the family of origin. Um, as human beings, our family of origin is the most important thing. Through our parents, we receive the greatest gift anybody could, could have given us, which is the gift of life, right? Without our parents, we wouldn't be here. Without our family, we wouldn't exist. Our greatest need is to belong to our family. And this is why our family has such a big influence. So we don't just need to clear your personal money blocks. We also need to clear the money traumas and the love traumas and the self-care traumas and the having enough traumas that our family have ex ha has experienced. 
so that we can receive the love from our family of origin that we need to live a really good life. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, a lot of people live, you know, our grandparents in the Great Depression or whatever it was, you know, like that there's a lot of that going on that needs to be healed. Uh, that's very cool. So that looks like the energetic field of your whole family. Wow. I mean, sounds perfect for you. Actually, <laughs> you said very connected to that. So and so then you're working to change this as well. And I think that anybody with kids would be interested to to know, I know she's still very young, but I said, I, I'm going to guess that you're already like telling her about her own power and her energy and what's that look like, especially with, you know, your own upbringing and your own anxiety. So, you know, do you ever have a little fear for her or do you just keep surrendering and teaching her that? Yeah, I'm a really big fan of attachment parenting. I know it's very controversial, but I very much believe that the bond between child and parent is the most important thing for children. I believe that they need to have a safe home, a safe place to land, a little refuge from the intensity of the world. I believe that life in the world is supposed to teach grace. And I want to encourage her to go out and to, to try things to make mistakes, but I always want to be the safe, comforting place that she can come back to. And so in my parenting, that's what I want to provide. I'm currently, since she is so little, I'm really not teaching her anything because I'm noticing that her instincts are so on point. You know, like when she doesn't want to hug that one person or doesn't want to play with that one person or, you know, sometimes she just doesn't want to go outside. And then later on, I realize why, you know, because she was and then she's sick the next day. And so I'm noticing that I, I can really trust Grace's instincts. Like nature has, nature really did an amazing job making our children so incredibly wise. And so in a nutshell, I hope that the love that she feels in her relationship with me creates a blueprint in her body of what life is supposed to feel like and that that becomes like a compass that constantly redirects her to healthy choices and healthy opportunities, healthy people, healthy circumstances. But I also know that if I heal my own trauma, I won't have as much to pass down to her. Mm -hmm. For sure. And I was thinking too, you know, she's learning, you're teaching her actually in those moments to trust herself. And that's where we get screwed up i think like we're all you know born with this like we can trust ourselves and then we're, we're we learn out of that right we learn to not trust ourselves and it's this coming back to trusting yourself and in surrendering that way and that actually leads right back to this money piece which is like secure and trusting trusting that it's all okay right <laughs> exactly yeah she's she's so intuitive um I don't want to mess mess with it too much. <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be no. moments where I'm going to have to sit her down and and you know, we're going to have to have some some conversations about values and about how life works. But right now it's really nice that I can just trust her intuition to to guide her. And it's so lovely to see as she just goes goes out into the world and tries things and notices what the effects are from that. You know, if I touch a snail, it's been raining today. So she touched a snail for the first time, you know, what does that feel like? Like everything's an experiment. 
And I'm not the parent who says, mm -hmm. be careful or don't climb up. I'm more like, climb up and see, like go touch it and figure it out. Go feel what it's like to go outside and just your, your diaper and jump in a puddle when it's like freaking cold. <laughs> and then we'll go back in and we'll draw you a bath. Like it's fine. My neighbors always roll their eyes and it's like, oh, here goes like the naked babe again. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't, you know, this is how she learns the value of wearing clothes outside and, you know, your rain boots and stuff. So I'm, I'm really, I'm really the type of parent who's just like, yeah, do it, experience it. I'm here to have your back if, if you need anything. But I want her to feel capable of navigating the world on her own at some point. In our house, Grace is the one who empties the dishwasher. She is the one who puts like the dishwasher tablet in and she turns on the dishwasher, turns on the washing machine. Like she does a lot around the house and she has since she can walk. I remember people coming to visit my home when she was just a year old and they were like, Grace is doing household chores. And I'm like, yeah, she thinks it's a hoot. It's like so much fun for her. As long as something's <laughs> not dangerous, you know, let her do it. And I'm, I'm realizing that children are so capable. I just want to let her do and explore and, and be, I don't want to mess with it too much. She's perfect. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And yeah, as the parent of two teenagers, you probably will have to have discussions at some point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hear you, but that, that's really cool. Um, too, just as in setting that foundation for feeling blissful, I think feel like capable, confident, all those things. Like, I guess I'm thinking of them in the context of money and security and calling those things in just by being them right so she's already you're already creating this foundation for her that i in a in a perfect world we would all have from the get-go but we don't right so that's um that's so, so interesting in the way that it fits with the work that you do wouldn't you say absolutely the core, like the simplest recipe for creating abundance that I found is that the energy that you embody is what ripples out into your external environment and creates the, the reality bubble that you live in. And most mm -hmm. of us are being taught that it's the other way around, that I have to, you know, make the money or have the big car or have the eight figure business or whatever it is that the external things will make us feel better. It may do that just for a moment when we accomplish it, but not in the long term. And the thing that I realized is a lot more true is that when I feel abundant, feel an energy of abundance in my own body, it really creates abundant opportunities, abundant circumstances, abundant money, abundant friendships, abundant everything in my life all around me. In the same sense, if I feel a sense of security, it ripples out and creates a sense of security around myself. And so Grace hopefully feels all of those things and will manifest those things. And she won't have to you know, do years and years of extreme energy work on herself and learn how to repattern yeah. herself from the inside out because she'll already radiate these things very naturally. I remember growing up, just some of my friends, they had the Midas touch, like everything just worked out for them. And they, all of them had very secure attachments to their parents. And they thought how wonderful that some people are being, are born with a sense of well-being and trust in life and trust in themselves and that that really opens so many doors for them in life and makes them so resilient. That's beautiful. 
And I'm, I really hope that I can provide that for Grace. I'm just at the very beginning. I'm going to do my best, probably make lots of mistakes, hopefully learn from them, but love for Grace yeah. to be one of those people. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're on the right track to me and I've been a mom <laughs> for a while, so it sounds good to me. Um, when you were talking about like the energy that we radiate to, I was just thinking of like the reverse of that. And when somebody seems desperate, how you can sense, you know, that desperation and it's such a turnoff, right? It's just like, eh, you know, you just feel re repelled by that. And it's like, again, drawing in what we're putting out. And so what are, what are the simplest ways and quickest ways that somebody can really channel that energy and like let's say they can't get to an energy healing session with you right away or something so what could they start doing right now right so the very first thing that you can do you can do what i did many many years ago and take a light bath just imagine that that. i'm already i'm already on board with the light bath i'm like it's so ready simple. to take a light bath i kind of do already you know like i do a lot of those things so uh but like i'm like a conscious light bath i'm here for it Right. So you can do it before getting out of bed in the morning. You can lie down right now. You can do it when you're in the bath, when you're under the shower, you can go to a spa. I like to do it when I'm on a plane. I used to travel a lot. And so any like, you know, I would be the weirdo who wouldn't watch any movies on like a 10 hour transatlantic flight. I would just <laughs> sit there and just do like my energy work and do my light bath and just be high as a kite <laughs> as soon as I, you know, left the plane. Um, you know, just, just really bathe in the light and, and you know what your issues are. So you can just put in your request, say, you know, I always feel so inadequate. I always feel like I'm not enough or I feel really frustrated that I keep setting these goals and I'm not hitting them. Or I just feel in a lot of pain about this breakup that I've experienced or whatever it is, just put in your request and let the light clear you out it's going to honor your request and it's also going to clear out anything that you're probably not aware of and just really focus on taking that inner shower and you'll realize that the more you heal yourself with the light the lighter brighter better freer more aware you'll feel and then the you know some of us do affirmations i do energy statements whatever you do to kind of fill yourself back in will work much better because you'll be clean and clear on the inside. Then when you do affirmations, they may click better. When you do hypnosis, it's actually going to be able to sink in because there's not as many conflicting messages inside of you. If you're full of all mm -hmm. this energetic clutter, you know, there's going to be a tug of war inside of you of like, you know, do I believe this? Do I believe that? But when you're clean and clear, you can set an intention. It's going to come to fruition really quickly. Uh, the thing I really love about what you just said too, is that it's not, um, hard to get to like, there's a, there's a big simplicity element to it and you can do it. You're capable of doing it yourself. Like right now, you know, we don't have to seek out something outside of ourselves, right? Cause the whole idea, even with this entire show and with the way I live my life is that it's already in here. And that's exactly what you're saying. Like your capacity to heal is here. Like, and yeah, maybe, you know, other, there are times when we're more blocked than others or from trauma, but we do have that power. And it sounds like you did it yourself. I mean, would you say that? Like, did you, cause I mean, like your low point, your low point of surrender, you just did it yourself. That's really cool to hear. 
Have you done anything else outside of that? Like, you know, worked with a lot of energy healers or anything like that or plant medicines? The funny I don't know, whatever. thing is, yes, I was the one who said, you know, who invited the light in and said, you take over. I'm clearly a mess, <laughs> you know, in a nutshell, but it feels like I, um, I almost really didn't do much because it was mostly the light that healed me and cleared me out and that showed me the next steps. And of course I followed those steps, but they actually seemed really accessible, easy, manageable, and all the resources I needed and ideas and people and events and spaces and whatever also showed up along the way. But sure. before having done that energetic healing work, you know, it just felt like any action that I was taking wasn't really very fruitful. It just felt like everything was kind of jinxed. And so, so it really feels to me that like the light is doing most of the heavy lifting and I'm just kind of following, mm -hmm. following along like a little duckling in terms of other healing work that I've done. The most helpful thing that I've done is family constellation therapy. So everything that I teach, I've done myself, um, with my energy healer, with my family constellation therapist, Natalie, she's the one who trained me. She's the one I still do constellations with. That work has been extremely, extremely helpful. That's really cool. And, you know, yeah, it's just that element of surrender again and being open. When you're that surrendered, you're going to be open. And then you're just going to be in that space of trust. Like, oh, this came my way. Okay. You know, it came for a reason. It, and uh, here I am open to it. And uh, what do you do? Do you, you're human. So I think you're human. I'm, I'm and you might, you might be a spiritual, I don't know, something. Um, but when you have those human moments, you know, what is your practice for getting back into your flow? Is it like leaning into the light bath or something? And I'm talking about if, you know, a, a dark moment pops up or, or just, you know, the usual things that can happen with being human yeah i believe that that's my soul showing me the next thing to heal i believe that that's my soul saying oh you're in a good place let me show you this thing how about we work on that <laughs> let me push oh there's a wound let me just poke around in it and like show you how painful it is let's like examine it and figure it out <laughs> and so for the longest time i was like hmm i wasn't very happy about that i was like can i just please have some peace for a moment i don't always want to be working on myself but now I know that the constant like clearing of blocks and like figuring out my issues, like that is the path to happiness. That is the path to success. That is growth. So now I'm, I'm, I'm expecting it. I'm embracing it. If I have a moment of humanness, of feeling heavy, downtrodden, there's usually something very true in there. There's often mm -hmm. a desire for something that I want and need. And it's my soul saying, okay, let's work through this. Let's heal this and let's give you that desire of yours. Yeah. So to me, it feels very loving and kind. And it's just, and it's just, it's part of this thing that this hand we've been dealt, you know, it's like part of this energetic experience of being human. At least I think I'm like, okay, that's part of it. Can I love that too? You know, that's what I end up diving into. Like, can I love that too? Yeah. Okay. Can I be grateful for that? Yeah. For what it's showing me, you know, it's like this sort of duality, non-duality, which fascinates me. And so that's like, when you really are just like, yeah, these things happen, you know, and getting into that space. So thank you for sharing that too. Um, as we're coming up on time, is there anything that we missed that you really wanted to cover today? Or is there anything that you'd like to, that's on your heart, maybe that you'd like to say, 
or reiterate before we before we wrap up? Yeah, for anyone who's listening or who began playing this episode because you don't feel happy with your finances and you don't feel that you're, I call it the money-making vehicle that can be your job or your career, that something's not right about that, that something's not as good as it can be. I just want to tell you that you're probably right. There is a feeling of truth in your own body that's constantly supposed to guide you and push you to the most congruent, the most enjoyable, the most wonderful life for you. And you are allowed to heal your inner wounds and to heal your relationship with money and to create the next iteration of your perfect life, even if your current life is already in a really good place. It's okay to trust that voice. It's okay to allow for expansion. It's okay It's okay to let things get even better because you might really be surprised. I find that I always get what I want and then a lot more, you know, so, so let yourself have it. And there's going to be some really cool bonuses coming along with it as well. I like that. Do you think though, when you're saying something's not right, then of course something's not right. But if you say the opposite, like everything is happening perfectly for me in this moment, then you're, then you're embodying that shift. By yeah, asking the thing that I'm by... noticing is that the truth is usually a paradox. You Me know, too. the truth is usually several realities at the same time. So both can be true. If your body is flagging something and saying something feels uncomfortable, something doesn't feel right, then your body is right on the money. Your body is, tr- is, is right. I also am a strong believer that all emotions are absolutely true. If you feel sad, that's because something needs to be processed and released. Sadness is is an emotional digestion process in the body, like you're digesting life. And once you've cried and felt sad and mourned and grieved, you'll feel a new sense of lightness. You know, in the same sense, if somebody feels angry, that's because they are really unsafe in some way and and boundaries need to be set. Or if somebody feels scared, it's because they need to take action. So I believe that the body's signals are always correct. So when something doesn't feel right, that's because something isn't right. And your body's trying to tell you like that is guidance. And I also believe that life knows what it's doing. You know, if life is sending you an uncomfortable situation, then there is a gift in there. And it is an amazing thing when you can find that gift and really receive it and let it grow. The thing that I've most learned is not to jump to conclusions too quickly. If something feels like a terrible thing in my life, one of my favorite things of all time is nothing's ever as good or as bad as it seems at first. You know, even though my mind might label something as a bad thing, like, oh, you know, this happened or, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's bad. I'm often, most of the time I'm noticing that my initial judgment wasn't true and that life really does know what it's doing and that it was the exact right thing that needed to happen and the exact opportunity and the exact type of growth that I really needed. So now mm-hmm. when something upsetting happens, I'm just like, oh, I'm just gonna wait for a moment because something good is underway here. And I know that might sound crazy to most people. So when Not my friends me. are getting upset, like, oh my God, what are you going to do? I'm like, this is something good. Just, just hold on. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I'm totally with you on that. And I'm noticing like, well, I quit drinking too a year ago. And like now I'm just able to handle it all with more of that attitude all the time. Like, you know what? Everything is going to work out. Let's just wait and see, you know, and just, it's just this 
it, it's just the surrender again. I keep coming back to that word. I know, but I, I do agree with that. So, um, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I am, um, very grateful to have this conversation with you today. And I learned a lot and I really, really enjoyed it. And it reinforced a lot of this stuff that I already know. It's just, I like these, I like these concrete practices that you shared, the light bathing, the questions, like those are all really tangible things that we can just go to in a moment and shift ourselves into where we really want to be, which is that state, right? That fully abundant thing. Uh, and you have a free gift that you're offering people, which is 13 money bliss affirmation cards. Yeah. I'm hundred percent on board with that. <laughs> yeah, great. that's right. So money bliss is the complete opposite from how, from what most of us were taught about money. You know, the current paradigm about money is about scarcity and, and wanting and grasping. And like, that just feels really icky for most of us, but we don't know what the alternative is. There still isn't really an alternative for how we can create money in a way that feels really blissful and joyful and fun. And so the 13 money bliss affirmation cards gives you a first glimpse into the way of life that is money bliss. And you can, you can download them at hannahbeer.com slash affirmations. That's H-A-N-N-A-B-I-E-R.com slash affirmations. And you can, you know, just begin to read through them. There's also a little audio that comes along with it. And just imagine how fun and easy money would be if you were to embody these principles. Absolutely. Yes. And I'll have that link in the show notes too, so people can just click through and get those. And what's one of them? Can you give me one? I have so many in my drawer right under, oh, my favorite is right. Mm -hmm. yes. So the top of give the stack is my very favorite. Money is a natural resource. And as such, it flows in and out of my life naturally and harmoniously. I commit to surrendering to this natural state and source my safety from within versus grasping for it from without. Beautiful, beautifully said. Aren't you writing a book or something? Where's your book? <laughs> Why aren't you writing Wait a book? Wait a minute, how did you know? <laughs> I don't know, I just felt it. I was like, where's the book? She should be writing a book. So yeah, You're are you? very intuitive. Really? I am writing a book. It's going very slowly, but I'm writing every day. <laughs> don't, don't, that's how books go. They go slowly. I don't know how people crank them out really fast. Maybe it's a habit, I don't know. But uh, I've released a couple of books and the first one took me like 12 years. So, it, but I put it down for a few years. So I know it won't take you that long. So congratulations, good. Uh, the world needs, needs your book for sure. So Amazing. I'm excited. The book is definitely wanting yeah. to come through. I, everything in my business, like my business tells me what to do. Just like I talk to angels and animals and stuff. My business <laughs> has a soul and a consciousness too. And it keeps telling me things. It's like, time to write a book. And I'm like, what about? And then my business told me, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Sometimes it feels <laughs> yeah. like I'm an employee of like this consciousness called money bliss. And I'm like, oh, that's what we need next. Great. <laughs> Let me go. Yeah. I mean, aren't we though, you know, if we're, if we're in that surrender mode, then we are following our soul. We're following where we're led. We are doing, being the channel that we are called to be right. I mean, I think. Yeah. I always think about it just, just like gardening, you know, that's like my favorite way of looking at it. Like everything in nature. If I have to like trim my hedges, my hedges will tell me 
if they're like growing out of control, it's like, oh, time to trim them, you know? Or if like winter comes around and my rose bushes are still too big, I just trim them back, right? And so it's the same with my, my business. Like everything goes through seasons and cycles. Money is a natural resource. Business is also an element of the natural world, I believe. And so, so yeah, it'll tell me what it needs. And that's, that's actually really comforting. I used to feel so stressed, always needing to figure out the next thing. And the internet will tell you, right? Like write a book, start a podcast, do all the things. And then you do them and then it doesn't really work the way you want it to. And it's like so stressful. You know, that's like trying to garden with the internet saying you always need to, you know, I don't know, always need to dig through the soil. Like that, that's just so crazy. Like there's a time and space for everything. Businesses get to grow at their own time and space. I believe humans get to grow at their own time and space. Clients get to grow. Money gets to grow. Everything gets to grow. And I just want to be really sensitive and listen. And hopefully mm -hmm. ask good questions like, what do you need next? What are we going to create next? <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, I love that. I love that so much. Um, and it's a great spot to end just in this surrender, just surrender to your garden. What's it telling you? And I loved it. So thank you so much. Um, and when your book comes out, please reach out. I would love to have you back on the show. You're so cute. And I just, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. You have great energy, of course. Um, tell everybody how they can find you too. And it'll all be in the show notes as well. Absolutely. My website is hannahbeer.com. My first name is spelled without an H at the end. So it's H-A-N-N-A-B-I-E-R.com. You're also welcome to follow me on Instagram. That's Hannah Money Bliss. You're welcome to send me an email messages. I love connecting personally with people. And my six-month program, Money Bliss, is also available. So if you're interested in doing some money healing, some money work with me, um, you're able to find lots of information about that on my website as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Hannah. I'm so excited that we connected. And I needed to hear all this stuff too. Like, I, it's like so funny when you know you hear it and you're like i know that i know that you know like we know it in our soul and anyway so thank you very much and uh best of luck you know with your sweet daughter and all that you have going on so thank you so much and thank you everyone that turned up today i uh, can't wait to hear how all this shows up for you and manifests in your life and what your light baths are like and i will be sharing what mine are like as well just follow me wherever you can follow me on instagram at real amy edwards and of course go to amyedwards.info for lots more if anything in this episode really spoke to you, which I'm guessing it did, please share it with a friend and then have those conversations. That is where real magic happens when we start to talk about these things and start to call each other into accountability and really step forward in our own lives. So those are beautiful conversations to have. I encourage you to share with a friend and please do rate, review, subscribe, all the things that helps the show grow and call in more abundance and more incredible guests like Hannah today. So be sure to follow Hannah Money Bliss as well on Instagram and check out her website, which is in the show notes. So thank you again, Hannah. I'm so grateful that you are here and so grateful for all your wisdom. 
and magic and light and everyone here keep living that best life and there is no limit how good can it get start asking the questions how good can it get how lucky can i get how more awesome can it get i love you so much thanks for being here today till next time this has been the amy edwards show from overcome studios remember to rate review and subscribe and thank you so much for being here sign up for our newsletter at amyedwards.com